What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin, uh, Justin Roman. Oh, wow. Ah, guys, um, I hope you all are having a wonderful Saturday afternoon. Uh, guys, um, so, uh, guys, um, you know, we're just, uh, you know, um, you know, how I get down when I'm on my podcast, I, you know, we start talking about, you know, the Giants and stuff like that, and that's what I'm about to do, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm about to do. Listen, a lot of you guys know that I am a big listener, you know, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to giant football, because this is a team that I cheer for, this is a team that I, you know, desire, this is a team that I rent every uh, Sunday, you know, either we win or we lose, I still love this team, I've been a Giants fan my entire life, you know, and I will always be a Giants fan because this is the team that I've chosen to cheer for, and you can't, and you, re- and call me crazy, you really can't, uh, you really can't separate yourself from that, because, you know, um, you have to ask yourself, did I buy all this merchandise for nothing? Did I buy all this merchandise for nothing? Did I buy these caps? You know, these these caps that I, that support that have my team on. You know, did I buy those for nothing? You know, did I buy a player that has played for a team that I cheer for for nothing? So you really gotta ask yourself that. You know, and I, you know, and sometimes I ask myself this. You know, I I, I ask myself that question. But at the end of the day, this is my team, you know, I'm, and you you have to learn how to, you got to learn on how to take, you know, the anger, you know, take it all in and somehow flush it down because sometimes that anger can really make you betray your team and a lot of people, you know, they're, they're not going to call you a true fan. You only need to, that like, like you that's the one rule in the end as a football fan you gotta like one team like you can't like two teams if you're a true football fan you you gotta like a team you can't like you can't say like you like the Jaguars but then you like the Chiefs because you want to you want to ignore because and this is how my this is this is like this is how my brother is. My brother, he's a Bears fan. We all know the Bears stink. Like, <laughs> I never even, I never, ever in my life, ever, like, like I wouldn't, like, I never would, would even imagine someone being a Bears fan, you know? In upstate New York, especially. You know, but look at... <sighs> Sometimes people, they want to, you know, they, they usually do that because they don't want to let other people embarrass them about the team that they cheer for. See, I'm different. You can, I, I, I can take words. You know, I can take words as long as I can because I've been dealing with it for the past decade. And look it, I still walk around with 
Giants gear on because I am a loyal fan. I am a true football fan, you know? So, if you really love your team, you would literally stand by your team at all costs, at all times. doesn't matter if it's in bad moments or good moments. Stay with your team if you're a real football fan. That's all I got to say. Now, back to what I'm about to talk about. A lot of you guys, not all of you, you guys are talking about, you know, and, you know, and this, and this, like, this one, this one topic that I'm about to talk about really has got me excited, you know, because a lot of Giants fans, not a lot, some Giants, there's some Giants fans out there, you know, I'm not going to point out any names, there's some Giants fans out there that don't have any, they don't have any faith in this kid. You know, not because he turns the ball over. You know, P, you know, <laughs> some Giants fans they they even gave Daniel Jones the nickname Turnover Machine because he turns the ball over a lot. But Daniel Jones, guys, he's not Patrick Mahomes, and I like I don't know how many times I gotta keep mentioning this. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Kyler Murray. Daniel Jones, as much as I'm, as much as I, as I, like, for the past year, as much as I've been standing up for this kid, I'm going to be real. Daniel Jones, he's not, and I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones would agree with me on this. And I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say the guy sucks. Daniel Jones, he he won't ever be up there in the top five overall. Like you can't, like you can't compare his, you can't compare his mechanics to Josh Allen. You can't compare it to any of the top quarterbacks. You know because all these quarterbacks, they show a lot. They show a lot of things. Daniel shows a lot of, you know, like which they're not every like every other quarterback that that you can name that's either on a good team or the bad. Either they're on a good team or a bad team. Daniel Jones, he's not that different. The one difference that I would say that really, like, that really differently compares Daniel Jones to all these other quarterbacks. You know, Daniel Jones, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, like, he can throw the ball. He can run the ball, you know. He's quick when it comes. To, he's he's a he's a very quick thinker, you know. Like if he does it, if he sees a defender in his face, he's gonna either run. He's gonna either run away from the defender, go out of bounds, or just throw the ball away. Or if someone's open, he throws the ball to an open receiver or a tight end. Daniel Jones. He's not. Not saying that he's not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he's a top five quarterback overall. I think, and I, and I don't think I told you guys this for the past. Like, I don't think I go. Like, I don't think I ever told you guys this on my podcast. But I, I really think if you have, if Daniel Jones uh, has a good supporting cast, if guys can stay healthy, and if Mike Kafka, which. I'm, which I'm expecting can get these guys rolling. I 
think Daniel Jones, it's okay to say that he's at least a top 15, top 10-ish quarterback. If you actually think about it, he can do he can do all the things. He just he can do all the things that any other quarterback can do. He just he's not as athletic as all these other quarterbacks, you know? And he's not as he doesn't, you know, he's not as aggressive. Those are two things that he doesn't show. The other things he can show that other quarterbacks can do, you know? And the reason why I'm bringing this up because a lot of you guys who have been following my podcast, you guys have been telling me that Justin Daniel Jones, like, look, Justin, look how confident this kid is, you know, talking about the Giants' offense. Look it. This is exactly what the Giants and Daniel and Daniel Jones needed. With OTAs getting started this week, that means it's time for you know this kid and the rest of this offensive unit to learn the system, you know, under Brian Dayball and offensive coordinator offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. The transition sure won't be easy, but things are looking promising, promising so far, you know. Look, you guys, the main reason for that is Daniel Jones and his newfound confidence. You know, when he was running the show for former offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, things couldn't have been more vanilla. Jones looked far from a former number six overall pick, and it showed in the worst way possible for the Giants as a whole. Look, you guys. Things have changed in East Rutherford, though. And here's why. Daniel Jones, he is ready to let it rip in 2022. Hearing that, this is what Daniel Jones said. I'm certainly confident in myself, the team we have, the coaches, and the system. I think we're all learning it and improving daily with it. There's a lot of reasons to be confident. We've got to focus on what we're doing now. We can't focus on results in the season. That's a long way. That's a long ways away. That's a long, that's a long ways away. We're focused on preparing now, practicing well, improving every day, and making progress. That right here, that's a strong quote. You know, from, from Daniel Jones. And you can even tell from his body language. And speaking with the media that he's got a little he's got a little bit more swagger. Like who like who's ever said that about Daniel Jones? That's great to see, you know, for the Giants fan base. You know, as countless people want to see the young signal caller have a monster year in 2022 and prove so many of his doubters wrong. You know, Daniel Jones, as we all know. He missed, a, he missed the majority of last season for New York due to his serious neck injury. But he's back to full health and letting the ball rip in practice. Brian Dayball has told him to throw the pigskin without fear. And Daniel Jones, it's, it's starting to look like he's answering those calls. You know? So all I'm saying, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Just, uh, just like you guys are. 
with the Giants going 4-13 in, in uh, 2021. Obviously, this is going to be a big, big year to, uh, for Daniel Jones. You know, to help the G-Men record more, you know, to help the Giants win more games this fall. I'm loving what this kid is doing. And look at it. What I'm seeing from this kid is way different than what I've been seeing in in the the pat in the past like four years. He's certainly looking up to the challenge. So we'll see. Just so we're obviously we're gonna have to wait and see how big of a step he'll be able to take once we point arrives against the Titans. So listen, guys, this is what you need to do. You know. Especially when you're in a, you know, especially when you're in a big year against you. A big year where the doubters still don't have any faith in you. When the critics still don't believe what you say. You know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people said that this kid was going to be the next Johnny Minzo. And that's the one thing that pissed me off. Not saying that John, not, and I'm not saying Johnny Manziel sucks. This dude is, he's in the, uh, he's in the other football league. I forgot, what, I forgot what it's called. The XFL. Johnny Manziel is balling out. He still, it's, it's still like, just, just watching him play, it really looks like Johnny Manziel still has what it takes to play in the league. But he retired. You know, he gave up on himself and on his career. I don't see that in Daniel Jones. You know, the reason why a lot of people, the reason why a lot of people were comparing this kid to uh, Johnny Manziel because Daniel Jones didn't have that. He didn't. He didn't have that bad of a, bad of a record at Duke. Same thing with Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was a monster in college, and right then and there. He got drafted to the Browns. But first of all, do you really can you really uh look at the comparisons between those two? Johnny Manziel went to the Browns. The Browns at that time were horrible. The Giants were horrible when they drafted Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, everything Daniel Jones and Johnny Manziel <laughs> like everything Daniel Jones went through Johnny Manziel went through the exact same thing. No, a bad offensive line, an okay receiving core, great, great running backs, you know, bad head coach, bad offensive coordinator, an okay defense, and a bad secondary. Like, the, you see the comparisons? So, I get why a lot of people see why this kid could be the next Johnny Manziel. But... In the games where the Giants' offensive line did show up, in games where the offense coordinators would call great plays, and where in games where the, uh, the receivers showed up and where Saquon Barkley bought out, Daniel Jones bought out as well. So all I'm saying is this: now he has a good, he has an offensive line that looks. This offensive line really looks like the. This really looks like the best, like the best starting lineup. You know, obviously we won't know who's going to be starting for the Giants' offensive line, obviously until um, 
probably around August or early September, you know, obviously because that's when uh, teams uh, start prepping for the NFL season. But I made my, I, I already have my, guys, I already have my prediction for the Giants starting offensive line. I have, I have Andrew Thomas at left tackle. I have uh, Mark Lewinsky at, uh, at left guard. I have Luciano at center. You know, I have Max Garcia at right guard. And I have Evan Neal at right tackle. That is a great offensive line. And now you have Daniel Jones who's coming back fully healthy, who's confident that he can take this team to the next level. Saquon Barkley, he's looking to shut the doubters up. And Kenny Galladay and these others, Kenny Galladay, he's looking he's looking to have a better season than last year. You know, Sterling Shepard, he's ready, ready to have fun. And not only that, we got Wandell Robinson, a kid who was fantastic in the University of Kentucky. And then you have Kadarius Toney. So I'm just excited. And then you have the defense, which uh, they got Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari and Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, who got a fifth-year option picked up. He's looking to uh, lead this defense. Then you have the secondary with Xavier McKinney, who could, who I, who I think could be a leader for the secondary. You know, so I'm just excited. So let's see what happens. You know, but I'm, I think week one against the Titans, I think that's going to be a very, it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I will be doing another one tomorrow. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. I hope you all, I hope you all have a, a wonderful rest of your evening. Enjoy the weather. The sun is still shining and I'm out. Peace.